We now join this season one episode you, of Father Figure Podcast already no, in progress. Well, Thanks let's go for get listening. A, a milkshake at the Dairy Queen in Fall River. Okay. You have to make the right hand turn here. In for Fall River? Yeah. And you can shoot up the 102. Oh, right, yeah. And exit at the next. Because you, you need your shake? You never had your shake? Oh, no, I had my morning shake, but I figure if I, uh, if I have... Uh, coffee or something now well I probably won't sleep as well as if I have a shake and I haven't yeah, had a Dairy Queen shake in a long time okay shake's probably yeah. better anyway yeah and we can uh, shake it up that's what we can do shake <laughs> it up. Yeah. oh man so yeah so thanks for coming oh hey it's a it's a very interesting uh, podcast even the even the one episode that's still on. Uh, on so you Spotify. listened to Justin's, did you? I did. Yeah. He's a he's a pretty insightful guy a lot of times. Yes, indeed. And uh, we we had lots of good chats driving to and from college together because he I carpooled with him. Oh yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I knew it. I knew his would be pretty good. Yeah. He's yeah. a pretty wise guy for for so his it, age. What what uh, I I didn't quite uh, understand. He did work in the bank. He doesn't work in the bank anymore. Or he no, works? he works at. Um, He's the branch manager up here, actually, at, oh. uh, at the insurance place. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to give them free advertising, so I'm not going to know. It's all, right. it's all state. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 102. Yeah. And then that, according to, uh, according to Google, it's 11 minutes on the 102, and okay. then it's 15 minutes on the, uh, on the uh, back road from Fall River back to Sackville. Are you on a, do you have to be back at a certain time? No. Or you no. just like to get the sack in? Yeah, no, it, uh, At an appropriate well, time? I didn't realize that when we, when we uh, fell back last night, I, I woke up early and I said, oh, I have to sleep for another hour, so I did. Yeah. But then I'm saying, well, now, well, it's really 9 o'clock. You know, I used it says 8 o'clock on the... Uh, this is actually 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. But it's 9 o'clock mentally. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So your your body is at nine. So by the time we're done, you'll be at ten. You'll yeah. be at yeah ten. Yeah. Oh well, and, uh, but you know, hey, what's an hour here or there? Yeah. But I was thinking before I came over, man, it, it would have been cool if something like this was available when you were my age, and you could have done something like this with your dad. Yeah. Because it would yeah. be kind of cool to revisit hearing him talk about stuff back in the day. Yeah, no, well, uh, you know, it, uh, we, we would, um, depending on, on when, uh, when that would take place, when, uh, you know, when I was before, uh, uh, before I was a married man, we would talk quite a bit and have, uh, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't agree on, uh, on things a lot, but, uh, you know, your, uh, your grandfather had, uh, very smart man with, uh, you know, very um, well thought out opinions on things, mm-hmm. and uh, so we would have uh, pretty good discussions. And then, of course, uh, as I got a little bit older and a little less, uh, um, what I would say, a uh, little less uh, stuck in my own opinions, or able to maybe uh, see a little bit. Uh, broader opinions, then, uh, 
you know, we didn't have, we had the more uh, agreeable talks. <laughs> right. So, I know that your your mom and your dad they got married together, but they're obviously. <laughs> but uh, your mom was a Catholic, right? And yeah. your dad was a was a Protestant Anglican. An Anglican. Anglican, yeah. and that was back in the day. That was like a big no-no, right? So they were all kind already kind of trendsetty type of people back then. Well, yeah, I, yeah. It uh, you know it was. Um, Glace Bay in the uh, in the 50s, so they were married in 1950 or so, and uh, and uh, you know yeah, that the 50s uh, it was a very uh, interesting time. It was a time when people, you know, the people who write about it now say look back and say, well, that was the time when people came back from the war, and it was the it was a boom time, population was up, employment was up, and people were um, demanding things like, uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll have a house and we'll, uh, we'll uh, uh, but the society was, um, you know, pretty, pretty rigid. There were lots, lots more uh, rules around and, uh, and uh, you like know, literally. Social, social norm type yeah, of rules. Yeah, social norm rules yeah. and so on. And so literally, Grace Bay was... Uh, was divided uh, at the tracks between the Catholic side and the Protestant okay, side. So there was the wrong side of the tracks. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you know the and and Gary, uh, my brother, he uh, he went uh, to school actually across the tracks. He went to the Protestant school and I went to the Catholic school. And I, I don't know if the uh, if the people in the Protestant school thought he was an only child, but the people in the Catholic school thought that I was an only child. Oh yeah. That 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 visual makes me wonder a little bit about like even the Berlin Wall. If they were thinking like that's no big deal, all the cities are divided anyway. Well, <laughs> we yeah, you know, or yeah, because it's like uh, there wasn't a lot of intermingling between people of just for just silly reasons too. Yeah, yeah, and and it you know it it that the decade between the fifties and the sixties saw a lot of uh, a lot of change of that. But, mm-hmm. uh, it uh, you know it was. An interesting time to uh, to grow up, and certainly, um, you know, uh, we've moved uh, we've moved quite a bit in lots of uh, lots of very important ways uh, uh-huh. since then. Thankfully. So, so, would you have considered your dad more of a conservative or more of a progressive type um, of guy? Well, uh, he was uh, uh, probably what we would call a liberal okay. in. in uh, Small, it's both small and large, I think. Right. Uh, although Dad always said, "Well, vote, you know, my vote is private," and I, uh, but uh, you know, he would uh, he would vote um, in that vein and right. uh, uh, was uh, down the center. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, the uh, and um, you know the uh, one of the things that 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 the East. You know, kept in in terms of we had uh, we had people who called themselves maybe uh, uh, an oxymoron, but they'd say, "Well, we're, we're progressive conservatives." And uh, to be to be fair to them, the uh, there were a lot of uh, you know progressive uh, conservative thinkers. So I, our conservatives were were never uh, the kind of um, you know uh, hardcore conservatives that they seem to uh, raise in the West and yeah. So on. Or in the south, where they, it's like the tribalism is getting pretty 
pretty wild now because you hear the extreme versions of each side and I bet you the guys on the edges of those even those ideologies are pretty close to pretty close like together yeah but you don't hear about the guys um, more center right you hear about the guys that are yeah and, and I think although it's, it's something you can talk to Neil about sometimes I think that the um, um, there was a, a respect for the person who decided to run for office regardless of what uh, party he or she ran for and right. said uh, you know and and, uh, and there was the the individual uh, member of parliament or the legislature seemed to have more um, sway than they do today and uh, mm. and they were more responsible to their constituents I think but uh, and I don't know if we'll ever get back there because now we have the uh, uh, prime ministers and whatnot. Oh, look at that. I bet they do. Okay. I'll help you. Do you want a medium? I think I'll have a, uh, yeah, a medium uh, chocolate shake would be Can great. I get two medium chocolate shakes? Two medium chocolate shakes for sure. Happy office, mate. That's it. Awesome. Thank you. Back up to 1148. Oh, thank you. And you can use this tapping thing here. That's Tap okay. I can get it. Whoops. It's part of the... Part of the benefit of being a guest on the podcast. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would have got a large. No, no. <laughs> well, that's why you never tell people ahead of time. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's it. <laughs> you pick yeah. up the bill at the end of the meal. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> you don't tell people when they're ordering. No, that's for sure. Although, you know, uh, that can backfire too, though, because we've been out before with people where me and Katie are planning on having a good time and. We're going to get, you know, a few drinks or whatever, and we order what we want to eat, and then we find out at the end that, that the other people took the bill, and you're like, well, I would have probably went a little easier on <laughs> it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's always a um, an interesting dance when it's uh, coming to split, split the bill. and Yeah, the only way that I've been able to do it effectively is to kind of corner the corner the waiter mm-hmm. on the way to the bathroom and just say hey man here's my credit card can you just charge it and don't bring the bills over oh i've yes. done it a couple times yeah just like when we've been up visiting ben Lindsay, or because they're putting us up for a week like we can buy them a, a supper here or there right mm. and um and then that's a good way to do it so then it's like oh we should get the bills and they just we're already putting on our coats and stuff yeah. like, oh, we're getting out of here let's go and <laughs> it's the easiest way to deal with it then they can't argue with you and because yeah. that's always the awkward part but it feels good to be able to do that every once in a while. You can't... I'm not in a position in my life where I do that very much right now with Lachlan and everything, but I have been in that position once or twice. It's it's nice. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, I probably uh, learned from your mother is, uh, you know, you have to... Uh, uh, Take advantage of the opportunity that comes today, and uh, mm-hmm. if you uh, if you keep waiting to uh, you know buy the meal uh, until the next time, well, might, might sometimes one. the next mm-hmm. time never comes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So you grew up having good chats with your dad. Did you guys do? drives or anything like this well well yeah we did and uh, uh, one of the things that uh, you know my dad liked to do he liked to uh, he liked to drive and uh, he uh, liked to visit uh, 
out of the way places uh, in Nova Scotia. So we uh, mm -hmm. we had some pretty uh, interesting uh, drives and. Uh, I remember me and you having some good. I have a visa. No, that's fine. Yeah, we had some uh, some good drives, but some were uh, I don't know. Thank you. If you remember the. Uh, Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. The trip to the. Um, to the old grist mill up in uh, Tadamagosh. I hear, I hear, st I, I hear stories about it. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> that was a case when I thought that um, I could be, you know, like my dad and drive into the wilds of uh, of uh, Pictou County, and uh, and your mother was um, uh, didn't realize that that's what we were up to, and uh, and I thought it was great. Well, we could be in the backwoods and the grist mill and. All that sort of stuff, and they had oat cakes, and uh, yeah. but uh, it uh, was just a long drive to nowhere as far as your mother was concerned. But sometimes those are okay, though. Mm -hmm. I find um, there's something about going for a drive with somebody. It's almost a, a psychological thing. You're moving forward. There's a thing with dogs that they say when two dogs aren't getting along, you, you should walk them together. Mm. And the reason is, is um, they, it's a little thing to remember it by, as you say, like when dogs go for a walk, <clears throat> when, or sorry, when dogs move forward, their their mind goes along for the goes along for the trip, mm. for the ride. So if they're stuck on something, you start moving them forward. Their mind moves past that thing as well, because dogs are very much in the moment. Mm -hmm. and I think humans are a lot more in the moment than most of us give ourselves credit for. I think that we have a lot of flotsam on mm. the brain a lot and it can be churned up quite easily mm. with stresses but I also think that if you get out and do something and become present a few times um, then that's a little bit of a combat for those for mm -hmm. those those times but I, I think that a lot of times like Zach was asking me today like man you guys got such a good group close-knit group everybody has kids you guys are always hanging out and I said the reason why is because basically it's Katie's, uh, it's on, it's, it's because of Katie. And then what she does is she puts dates, times and locations mm -hmm. okay. in a text message and says, this is yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And people want to do stuff. It's mm -hmm. just no, no, you need that person that does that thing. And yeah. that's one thing I've noticed with this podcast too. It's, Hey man, do you want to go for a drive and me and my podcast? And sure. We have a microphone going, but really it's an excuse to catch up with guys. I think that I have no other reason to hang out with. I'm not going to see mm -hmm. them at work. I'm not going to go grab a beer with them because they're all dads, right? Mm -hmm. We just, we're not going to do anything. We don't play basketball together or nothing like that. So mm -hmm. I'm never going to see these guys unless I put a date, a time, and a location in a calendar mm -hmm. and send it to them. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the response has been astonishing. The amount of guys that are like, yeah, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. You know, even though it's going to be something on the record. Well, okay. And the whole thing is like, if you say anything that you're ashamed or embarrassed of. I won't tell anybody you're coming on until after it's done. Mm -hmm. And after it's done, if you feel like you did, you don't want that out on the internet, well, we'll just delete it. No big deal. Mm -hmm. But at least we got a drive and a chat and we, we caught up a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's been, it's been very rewarding for me lately. Like, like I said, you're number six and, mm -hmm. um, and the, the five before you have been, have been, have yeah, been good, well, it, good, it, good times. It'll be interesting to, uh, you know, see uh, how the um, 
the theme goes, uh, you know, you uh, in the discussions, it's kind of it's a very interesting uh, idea, and uh, you know, it's uh, it, it should work out uh, very well. There's no no rules about it. We just talk. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, and because because we're all dads, it usually ends up around the kids somehow. So mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's everyone's highest priority is their kids. Yeah. And that's something that you don't really realize when you're a kid. But you, when you grow up and you have a kid, you can realize, you can look back at your own dad and say, wow, that was his highest priority too. Yeah. And you, you can see all the different things. Like, I'm very grateful to have you as my dad and to have the, the ability to do all the things that we did. Like, I remember one time, because Alex had a pool mm-hmm. and we never had a pool. Mm-hmm. And I would want always want to go to the pool, right? And I remember one time you were just like, hey, we don't have a pool, but, you know, we can go to the beach. And we have the pool over at the sports stadium. And you took me there at least once a week when yeah. I was growing up. And, and any time it was, can we go to the beach? It was like, yeah, sure, get in the car. You know what I mean? And I don't ever remember wanting for connect, like a closeness and a connection with you growing up. Mm. And I know a lot of people did want for that, especially people who didn't have dads in their house. Because yep. their dad had to, because their parents didn't work out, and they and they had he had to get a different house. Mm-hmm. I I know that there's a longing for a lot of guys my age who didn't have a didn't have a, a father figure basically in their mm-hmm. house, and but even some that did, whose dads would say, "Not right now," or you know, "I'm busy," or mm-hmm. you know, I was fortunate because you were a teacher, yeah, and you had the summers off, so the summers were just open season pretty much for spending time with you yeah but even in, even during the week or sorry even during the um the months leading up to the the when you were working like i don't ever remember saying hey dad i'd like to go visit papa nan and papa and you saying no nah, that's you no know, not right now like i remember you just mm-hmm. being like okay well i think there's a long weekend coming up you know yeah yep. and we would just do it well you know one of the um one of the changes there was that uh, you know, before I uh, started working at the college, um, I probably worked um, too much away, you know, from home. And uh, and uh, your, uh, you know, Kim and Chris probably didn't uh, see as much of me as uh, as you and Pat uh, did, and because I was, uh, you know, and I think early in uh, early in your job uh, life, you're you're rightly or wrongly spend a lot of time um, on the job to build a build a career or you know move to the next level or whatever it is and uh, the um, you know be working at the college uh, you know it, it, the way it, it wasn't uh, less work it wasn't easier work it was just work that came in uh, you know it, it, it came in 15 week chunks so right. You worked for 15 weeks and you got a break. You worked 15 more weeks, you got a break. Oh, you got eight weeks break. Oh, and they worked 15 more weeks. Right. So, you know, you worked, uh, and, you know, people who, who work in education, um, uh, they would probably agree that, and, and that, you know, work coming in spurts is, uh, is the way, you know, it's a, it's a good work pattern for people who like it, for people who, who would rather have it spread out more? It, uh, it they don't uh, they don't stay in education very long because you know those you know the deadlines in a in a school or a college are uh, 
are there and the marks have to be in on a certain day and the grades have to go out on a certain day and mm -hmm. you know and you have to burn the midnight oil mm -hmm. and to get up early and but that's you know when when uh, Christmas comes and you have a little extra time off when Easter comes you have a little extra time off when right. summer comes you have a little extra time off so it um, it balances out and uh, I think like you say it made for some good uh, I really enjoyed uh, um, you know having the family time that that I didn't have when I was uh, working for the telephone company or mm -hmm. working with Gandalf or digital and mm -hmm. so on but, you know I was more away I was away from home a fair amount uh, with the sales jobs and uh, but yeah I don't have that experience, experience at all that that Kim and Kim and Chris and even Pat had of the the bows on the the ribbons on the on the bedpost and pulling them off Mm -hmm. Each one would represent the night that you'd be away, and so there'd be maybe seven of them on the bedpost. And each night at bedtime, they got to pull one off. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, I never had any of that experience. I just remember you always being there, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and not just physically; like you're just always there. Um, I think our McPhersonness gets a bad rap a little bit because people think that me and you haven't had really deep and open conversations but I think that we have had a lot of them and people are surprised when they because you you're I wouldn't say you're um, you're reserved but you don't if you want to find out something about Dave you gotta ask him <laughs> you know yeah. if you ask him he's gonna tell you mm -hmm. but but you don't volunteer a lot of a lot of stuff and you are kind of private yeah. um, you've started to change that a little bit since you had your your surgery and stuff like that which is great and I and I but you've always been um writing a lot and stuff like that and mm. people if people care to read that stuff it's all it's all coming from the heart it's all it's all what you're thinking and and people that ask me about you because people want to know about things that they they don't have an open book to right so mm. you are you're an interesting topic of discussion sometimes <laughs> and they're, they're surprised to hear that like yeah every night my dad's the one who like came in and he said goodnight to us and we did prayers and and all that stuff and and I remember those times you know and he would we would have good chats before before bedtime and now that now that Lachlan is starting to be more vocal and be more communicative I'm looking forward to that time where I can you know I can mm. sit I can kneel beside his bed and have a chat with him about how his day was and and you know we call him we don't we don't full-on do the the dogmatic uh prayers the same way that, that you did with us but we we do our thank yous and everything like that and I can see that becoming more elaborate and I can see that being a very mm. you know exciting thing for me to look for me to look forward to well the um, you know you can probably hear about it and read about it but there is a, a very wonderful uh, difference between being a father and a grandfather and mm -hmm. uh, you know the what I would do uh, you know um, with Chris's kids and and uh, you know it was kind of well you tell me about how you're getting along with you know things and and it was created a an environment where we would walk to the um, to the ice cream store and you know I could we could talk about uh, you know what was on their mind and uh, I really uh, and that's um, you know the kind of thing that um, it, it you know anything that that ever came up was you know unless it was no I don't think I don't think I think it was always you know this is just between you and Papa and right yeah and uh, so uh, you know that's um, and I think it I think it's wonderful 
that um, you know um, uh, young people can have a, a grand an older person you know I think one of the things that that uh, you know your grandparents have uh, is some experience in the world and they don't have a they really don't have um, they you know a grandparent uh, uh, loves loves their grandchildren uh, very deeply but we we don't we don't uh, take away from the parent hopefully you know the the protective job and the development job we might you know give a little nudge here and there or mm -hmm. or you know uh, and I think one of the things that the, the grandparent uh, is never shy to do and always does and is, is come up with the affirmation there's no reason there's not a there's usually not a large reason for the grandparent to to have to um, criticize criticize condemn, you know yeah. and, well, it's wonderful that you broke that piece of pottery, and we never liked it anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah. I so. can remember. I can remember that at, at Nana Papa's being like, "Ooh, this isn't going to go down very well." But then it's it's that understanding in their eyes of like, I'm in my 80s, you know. Like, yeah. there's nothing more important than you guys coming up to spend some time with us. That's it. Like, if you break a piece of a vase, that who cares, you yeah. know? And um, that was one thing that I remember with, uh, I've talked to Ashley a bunch about, because she gets very heartbroken about Birch Plain mm. and and how it, it, you know, the earth basically is reclaiming that, that property mm. up there. And I don't, I think that it would have been nice if we lived closer and we were able to maintain it. It's not the case. Yeah. And, but, you know... <laughs> Nan and Papa never liked the things at Birch Plain mm. as much as I'm sure they liked being able to have a place where they went and could go skiing and they spend time together, you know? Mm. Yeah. And then later on with their with their grandchildren. Um, that's what they that's what the, the value of that place is. Yeah. The building itself it can the earth can reclaim that, you know, just like the earth reclaims Papa and, and Nan, you yeah. know? And um, things go back to the earth, but you know, memories you can make and they can last a really, really long time. And mm. you can even pass some of those, some of that information on to your, to your kids. And then they, you can keep the line going a bit. Like my other grandfather, I don't know anything about him other than stories. Mm -hmm. um, and the weirdest thing about that is I feel a deep personal connection with that person. Mm -hmm. Because people have told me so many stories about him that... And they would always say it's just like, just like you, like you're just like him, and all this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. So, you, it's so it can keep going into the future, but the things are going to go away. Yeah, and you know, it's um, um, yeah, uh, we we do uh, attach um, you know memories of, of of significant memories to places, and uh, mm -hmm. it it is um, but like like. Um, you know, it's 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 a double-edged sword. Certainly, it, it it's um, it's not possible uh, to uh, maintain uh, that property the way uh, Nan and Papa kept it. When they, you know, they worked <laughs> they worked, they worked at on, it, yeah. you know, all the time. But so it, um, you know, it's a. Uh, and they were there in the winter and in the summer. Yeah. No. And, like, and uh, so it, it was their home, as well as a place where they could go on vacation, but. It wasn't that for for us. It was a you know it was a casual place that we yeah. visited once in a while. But um, yeah, I forget what I was gonna talk about. 
for yeah. a second. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, the, the practical. I was, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, some of the uh, of the pictures not too long ago from from Birch Plain, saying, you know, well, it, it's it's really, um, you know, it's, it's if if they got somebody who said, I'll buy that property, they should probably say, well, yeah, it's 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 not the property, you know. Uh, anymore it, it does you know it, it kind of you know has lost the um, the things that were there that you know uh, that maybe uh, you know you were able to attach memories to there you know mm -hmm. the building yeah. is, is falling down and the grounds all, and the you know the alders are all back and so on yeah. so it's <laughs> if Nan would be upset about anything it would be that the alders have, have overgrown the place but um we went to Little River or Little River in the summertime, and, mm -hmm. and that place was a special place mm -hmm. for us growing up. But it was also because it, no one was ever there. It was like mm. off the fishing wharf, a beach nobody ever heard about. Yeah. And now it's it's like the most popular place mm. in uh, in that yeah. part of the world, right? So it's you're packed in there just like it just you might as well be at Queensland there now yeah. the day that we went anyway. Mm. And I think we didn't. I think we even went on a weekday. I, I don't even think it was a weekend. But, um, so, you know, those things are, they're not the same now. No. I can't give Lachlan that experience that we mm, had no. of having the, you know, no, and, all the same stuff. So yeah. you'll get to make different ones. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, it, that's it. And, and uh, so the, and so the different ones, you know, that will associate, um, you know, uh, today's memories with today's locations right. and today's things and, uh, I'm very open to the idea of, of spontaneous things like I just have enough I have enough data now going back to my own life to, to realize like man the most fun things I did were the things that weren't planned at all mm. so I have a very I'm very eager to be able to pull the trigger probably to a fault for you know like a few weekends ago I think me and Katie were hanging out at home and um it was probably two in the afternoon, and I said, "Hey, let's get a hotel downtown. See if my parents want to take Lachlan." Mm -hmm. And by four o'clock, that's what had happened, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And so, and we ended up spending like five hundred bucks. But it sounds that sounds crazy to spend five hundred bucks that quickly. But there's also been times where I where we got a cottage. We planned it out for several months. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a cottage, and then it rains all weekend. <laughs> you spent the same five hundred bucks there. Yeah, you know. And this and that night, we remember it like we talk about it all the time. It was so spontaneous. We went to, you know, uh, we went to a good restaurant and everything, and everything was it was great. And it's a, it, we made a great memory. Yeah. With that five hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't have a problem pulling the trigger on big expenditures like that if I feel like we're gonna make uh, make a good memory. You know? Yeah. No, I that's uh, well, that's uh, that comes from uh, your mother's side of the family because my one of my uh, hesitancies is to. Uh, is to uh, jump at the opportunities that uh, that come along like that and say, oh, well, we can do that later. Is is, uh, but it's 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 uh, you and your mother are probably um, more correct in that you do it you do it when the inspiration hits and it uh, and that's uh, so you know so uh, you mentioned um, you know it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't an inspiration to go to the pool on Saturday nights. No, Saturday nights we're going to the pool. You know, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That was the plan. That's right, yeah. Because I remember doing countdowns for the pool. I do remember that. 
And uh, I don't think we did ribbons, but I remember you telling me how many days it would be till we could go swimming again. And that was a cool thing. That was a cool... That, that part's good, too. The routine part is really, really good, too. Like, kids... I know Lachlan thrives on routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we get out of the bath, and he's now he's got to go over to the dimmer switch. He's got to pull the dimmer switch down, and then he's got to hit the light off. <laughs> and it's a... It's a and if, he, if you walk past that light switch, it's, um, it's not good. Mm. You have to... Um, you have to get back to that light switch. And he's like, the light, the light, the light. Oh, yeah, I forgot, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when he was over the last time, uh, he was, uh, uh, he found the, um, the doorstop uh, and the, you know, the vibration. Oh, yeah, the, the spring, so, yeah. So he was uh, going at that and going at that and going at that. And then he suddenly decided, well, I've had enough of this. And yeah. Off he went someplace else. But he's a very, uh, you know, interested kind of a, a personality he likes mm-hmm. to uh, to investigate things and yeah <coughs> we like him we think we'll keep yeah, him yeah okay yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah he's a lovely boy he's uh he's changed my life my perspective on things quite mm-hmm. a bit and uh, I mean I don't have to tell you about it you guys were there every day uh, in the, after mm-hmm. he was born right oh that was the thing I wanted to bring up is cause uh on my drive this morning with Zach there, he's he went through some pretty serious stuff in his life. And he said, man, the thing that you find out right away is who is there when the chips are down, mm. you know? And he said, sometimes it surprises you who comes out. Mm-hmm. And he said, sometimes it surprises you who doesn't come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and for you guys, like, I don't think we ever expressed to you, we need you there every day, like... But it was like clockwork, you know. It was, we could count on it. Mm-hmm. You could set yeah. your watch to it, and and man, that was that was really really good that we had that level of support when well, we were in the hospital for that many days, and we could just count on. You brought the egg, the bag of eggs every morning, <laughs> and and a nice nice cooked meal every night because the hospital food in the subway does get old. Yeah. Um, but honestly, we didn't eat it that often because you guys brought food every single day. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's uh, you know uh, maybe it's a perspective that that we had just from you know experience that uh, um, you were you were facing a uh, you know a long and uh, very tough uh, um, time and you know we knew that uh, that you know that sometimes when you're in that situation. You know, you uh, you don't uh, you don't you know, eat. eat well. Yeah. Or you don't, and and that's important just to keep uh, just to keep your uh, your energy up. Well, yeah, because now you're creating other problems for yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to eat, you got to sleep. That was like the night when Lachlan started to desat, and uh, we he had to be reintubated. It was like I remember Doctor Brown being like, "You guys got to go to sleep. Like, go to sleep." Yeah. Like, yeah. once they had him stabilized, they're like, all right, now you guys go to sleep. Like, that's almost a doctor's order. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like, they can't, couldn't give us one, but it was that feeling of, like, it's urgent that you go to bed because yeah. this is all going to start up in the morning, man, and you got to be on point then, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, um, I'm, you know, people who, uh, people will rise amazingly to what they have to do. Uh, and that you know, but the other the other part of that is people who are um, with you in that can sometimes 
see things that um, you might you know you might be able to go a long time without the uh, without the nutrition or the sleep but um, then again you know if, if if you can layer that in along the way that's mm-hmm. you kind of people who are with you um, f- feel okay well you know we're we're uh, we're pro- we're protecting everybody if we try and get uh, you know these things that are you know you don't you don't think about when when there's more urgent mm-hmm. things on your mind but at the end of the day it's uh, it does uh, does take away some of the uh, stress and trouble that you're that you, you don't you know you have yeah. enough you have enough stress you don't need to, to have any more and when you're stressed also you don't realize you're hungry until you put something in your mouth mm. and then you gobble it down mm. but you could go the whole night without eating anything and that's why people maybe at funerals they bring over food because like you got to eat something like mm-hmm. here and um because you could just sit there and you don't think about it you don't get hungry but then someone cooks something up for you you start eating it and then you, you realize oh geez i was hungry yeah but yeah. Anyway, yeah. it wasn't just the food that you guys did for us that was a big thing but just being there every day and like man it was uh it was it was a very very big deal to be both me and katie and lachlan obviously but um it'll be a big part of the story when we can explain it to him how you know how he was born and how his situation was that you guys were there all the time. Yeah. Hearing a lot of the photos as well. Yeah. So he, he's going to see you. But. It, um, you know, it, we had, well, when um, uh, it was very, uh, you know, uh, interesting, we we had, you know, our own experience with, uh, with Christopher and all of his uh, operations and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. We we knew a little bit about the um, challenge of of you know of being in the hospital with uh, with your children and uh, it um, you know when you look back on it you say wow that's um, that's that's a, uh, a you know we understood the uh, from our own experience the uh, you know how challenging that is to have have your your son. Uh, undergoing you know medical treatments that you know you um, I, I didn't have didn't have the sense with Lachlan uh, a lot of the time but some of the time you know well gee this is um, with Christopher I was like I, I remember saying to Ferris at times you know do we really do we really have to do this because you know he was so uncomfortable and so right. you know uh, and uh, it was we say well you know, and, and, and Ferris would, you know, say, well, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy for sure. But, um, you know, we had uh, confidence that it was the best thing to do for him. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it it was. He was, uh, he, like Lachlan, was was uh, very, very brave and courageous mm-hmm. going through it. But it's never, it's never easy to, uh, you know, to see your, your children, uh, having, you know, medical uh, treatments that you know aren't, aren't uh, comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, and the other thing too, Zach asked me this morning, so, so how, how is it? Because he has got, he's got two boys, both older than, a lot older than Lachlan, like three and, I think they're three and, uh, three and two maybe. 
maybe three and one. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> but he's been a dad longer than me is the point. And um, he said, well, how do you like being a dad? And I just said, man, it's it's what we're here to do. You know, that's the easiest way to sum it up. It's, it's, it's one of the primal necessities of living mm-hmm. is that you should make a child and when you do it's like that that was the right thing to do everything in your body just says yeah that's it's like getting a tall glass of water when you're dying of thirst it's like yep mm-hmm. that's exactly what you needed yeah. and that's been my experience anyway so well it's, it's interesting the um, one of the things that I'm particularly um, um, thankful for is that uh, you know uh, my children all have experience of being parents, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it's 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 um, you know it's a very fulfilling um, role, fulfilling uh, you know what um, what it means to be a human being, and it's something that uh, you know I'm, I will argue that uh, we all become a parent at sometimes, even if we don't have children, because uh, we uh, you know we all. Maybe not all of us, but a lot of us will also be parents to our parents, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know that's um, that's a transition that is um, bittersweet. Yeah. You know it, uh, uh, but again, uh, like uh, like uh, you know, a lot of the journey is uh, is about um, uh, things that. Uh, we grow from that we uh, um, we initially don't think are going to be that um, have any positive uh, side at all. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been noticing that about things that are really bad <laughs> is that because I've been through a few, a few things now that are pretty bad, <laughs> um, and I. I've decided to keep the option that there might be something good come out of this open instead of instead of just um, like crumble in despair mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. that's a better option to take first of all yeah. because you can get more done yeah. when you have hope yeah um, that something's gonna come out of it and because you know you could go under a blanket and not come out for a week if all you do is despair yeah um, but also it's it seems to be in my experience that that it's it's true that sometimes something really bad happens to you because they're trying to wake you up someone or something is trying to wake you up to something that's even better Mm. for you or or something that you weren't paying attention to or something that's about to slip through your fingers that if you don't look at it if you don't grab it now you know that's where the spontaneity piece comes in maybe yeah of you know hey pay attention look look over here this is slipping through your fingers yeah. just grab a piece of it or it's gone yeah and that that the fleeting moments of you know that's just the way time is that's the way life experiences i guess yeah um but you say that like the transition of going from child to parent with your parents mm. is bittersweet but I, I, I'm finding it hard to to find the sweet part in that, but you've gone through it with your with your parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know the um, well, it's it's not uh, it's not unlike um, uh, raising 
your children in the in the sense that the um, uh, you know you're you're hoping that you you have a new person to uh, hope the best for, although the best is um, uh, is you know is is in companionship, comfort, mm-hmm. uh, things you know, and, and not not on. You don't. You're not. Uh, you've. Uh, you're not in the, usually in the situation of of teaching um, uh, your uh, parent, unless it's reminding your parent that yes, remember you uh, you uh, you know have to do it this way or do it right, that way. Right. I mean, those those are things. You know, I, I the I think a lot of the um, you know the, the uh, artistic people and the philosophers and the poets will. Will, uh, and I think even Shakespeare was, you know, it's the last stages of life are like the first, right. and so, so it's, uh, so it, you know, it's, um, it's not a, uh, uh, yeah, it's part of, it's part of. I uh, guess maybe, maybe the part that could be sweet is the return, like you're returning the favor. Yes, yeah, I think, bit, yeah, that's know. that's that's true, and 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 you know the, yeah, I think that's. And uh, you know, it's a um, uh, well. As uh, you know, as we move through uh, life, our uh, the nature of our relationships um, with uh, those people close to us change, and so it, it they change with your children, they change with your uh, spouse, they change with your parents. Uh-huh. So, but and that's just the uh, and if they didn't change, that would be. Uh, that wouldn't be too good. I mean, I mean they have to. It change. wouldn't be realistic either. We, we we hold on to static, but it's not a. It's not. Yeah. It's it's an illusion. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. an illusion. Exactly. It. Uh, you know, you. They. You know, they. They say you can't. Uh, you can't go back, or you can't go home, and you can't really. No. I mean, you know, uh, there was a. What did I read not too long ago? Uh, it, it was a, a little piece of advice. You know, take your children to where you grew up, and I said, well. When I go to where I grew up, it's not it's the same not, place exactly, yeah. that I grew up in. I can't, I can't take my children no. to where I grew up. That's we can, right. we can go to the town and we can walk, and I can say, well, that's where the McDonalds used to live, and there used yeah. to be an old house there, and mm-hmm. you know, and and somebody uh, posted on Facebook a list of the um, stores that were uh, on Charlotte Street in Sydney when we were growing up, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think ninety percent of them are gone now. So, yeah. so it would just be, well, that's where Kroll's used to be, and yeah. that was Dave Epstein's <laughs> over there, and we, that wasn't the subway, you know. Yeah. And, we w- we drove by the chicken burger today, and I said to Katie, and there's a sign that since 1940, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I and then that's I read that sign, I remember it, and I go, did you know when my grandfather was uh, training here to go to war? He ate at the chicken burger. Exactly. And yeah. um, Katie was like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah, but you know what? That was probably like a brand new restaurant yes. when he ate. Yeah. Now it's this nostalgic, like yeah. old timey restaurant. I was like, that was yeah. probably state of the art when he yeah. ate at the chicken yeah. burger. And you, you know, <laughs> and it was a, it was a long drive out to Bedford. To, yeah. Well, it wasn't. I don't know where they were, where they were billeted when he was. Uh, well, maybe he could have been at the firing range in Bedford. Maybe. Well, they certainly. That's probably the firing range. I think was was there in Bedford. There's yeah. always there always was a military presence in in Bedford because that's what would have brought him there. But it, uh, yeah, no, it. Uh, yeah, that's that's the other part that um, um, 
is going to be lost soon is that 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 touch connection with those men that went over and fought mm-hmm. fought the war right yeah um there's not many of them still alive i don't no. i wouldn't think no, there's a... and the ones that the ones that uh are gone you know and that now their children are getting older and older mm-hmm. and um and that now we're going to be two two generations removed soon yeah from yeah. someone who can talk to you you know i like you maybe i know i know that a lot of the experience with with guys who had dads that went were in the war is not that you no know, my dad talked to me all the time about the war i think a lot of it is they either didn't talk much about it or they just wanted to leave it as a as a thing or if they did they made up stories about it that might not have been yeah. might not have been fully accurate like i know that mom thought for the longest time that all her dad did was peel potatoes mm. right and, yeah. and so it's one of those like yeah. you know swallow it you know get on with it yeah. and keep moving forward type of things which to an extent i think still exists but i don't think any generations has had yet since has had that level of burden to you know swallow hard mm. and just keep moving yeah through yeah but that's how you guys were all raised everybody all your friends right yeah well it kind of it goes back too to the um, you know to that uh, structure where there was there were social rules for a lot of things and 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 people today who could uh, you know find uh, support or help for real uh, uh, consequences of trauma that just wasn't there. It was more, you know, yeah. you know, suck it up, Buttercup. You yeah, know, yeah. you're a man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, but that was the, that was the culture. The culture, you know, didn't seem to have uh, the compassion that we have in the culture these days. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but people lived a lot by by rules and. Uh, and uh, we have a lot of that still, though. I think, um, and we self-impose a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like even even when I get together with guys now doing these little drives and chats, it takes a little bit. You can, but we start to pry at each other, and then some stuff starts to come up, right? Um, but there's still that masculine thing of like, well, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about too much deep stuff or the joking thing. Like I cover it all with humor. That's what I do. That's the that's the blanket I carry around in my yeah. sack. And if I get too, you know, if I get too touched by something, I just make a joke about it and mm-hmm. that that makes it go away for me but other people just you know we i don't think anyone's carrying maybe the same load as guys who fought in a war but yeah. we're all carrying around something yeah and we don't we don't talk about it a lot like mm-hmm. to each other i mean zach was saying today he's like man you'd be surprised some guys i've had guys because he's a he's a plumber he's like i've had guys on job sites like you start chatting with them in the morning and by the afternoon it's like I've had hugs with guys and, and mm-hmm. guys have cried on my shoulder and stuff mm. because it, it's the first time anyone has cared enough to say hey man yeah. you look like something's going on like did you want like yeah. we don't have to be with these these clowns all day long let's go downstairs work on this section mm-hmm. and we'll chat sure yeah. you know yeah no there's there's lots of uh, lots of, of, of people um, you know that I have encountered uh, mostly living here in Sackville over the years that uh, you know have that um, that ability to uh, you know to talk and listen and listen and, and uh, you know so uh, 
you know, for um, I used to get together uh, you know, on Saturday mornings with uh, oh, five or four or five uh, guys, and uh, you know, we would. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, connected to uh, you know our uh, faith meeting, but you know that was uh, that was a you know a get together where you know people could uh, talk, and we would you know it was great, and I think you know it was. Um, so you know, I think these things, uh, uh, you know, have happened, continue to happen, and uh, and they're you know they're essential to uh, the good. You know, it's you know uh, we we uh, you know it's it's a pretty busy pretty busy society these days, and uh, you know you people need to have a chance to uh, slow down and, and talk. And that's uh, what we don't have. Yeah, the well, time. we you know, but you know, there's ways to uh, to make it. I think you gotta make it. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think um, there's for you know, well, for quite a number of uh, years now. I I just you know, you can call it um, contemplation or meditation, but it really is you know just spending some time um, alone, walking. I like to put it in with walking, and there's there's lots of good. You know, um, support now from the uh, from the psychologists who say, yeah, when you uh, when you're able to kind of um, uh, let your mind um, uh, get involved with uh, uh, contemplation, mindfulness, quiet, silence, that that you know that gives a uh, an opportunity for some of the uh, knots to get worked out. There's a little uh, acronym that uh, uh, sometimes the mindfulness people use when, when you get into a stressful situation and they say, well, remember, stop. And so stop means, S means to uh, to stop. And then uh, T means take a few breaths, you know, and, and the mindfulness people will say, be aware of your breathing. And that, that causes all kinds of good things to happen uh, psychologically and physiologically and then observe mm -hmm. and uh, so all of this is is kind of uh, you know you don't rush to judgment you don't rush to speech you you take the time to let your body um, these and the mind people will say well you're you're transferring your uh, your response to this situation from what they call the amygdala, the reptile brain that mm -hmm. that has the fight or flight response, to back to the prefrontal cortex where the right. logic is to say, oh yeah, well you know what's what do I see here here that uh, you know has me not want to fight or flight here? Right. You know what's what's a deeper picture? So it's mm -hmm. a good, a very good discipline to uh, to try to practice. And, uh, well, and you can't sometimes if it's oh sorry you didn't get to pee. Oh, P is just proceed. Oh, okay, after proceed. You, okay. After you, you know, you have to, you know, if, if it's a moment where, you know, a decision has to be made or you've, you've run into uh, uh, some, you know, maybe you do, maybe it is a moment where you have to, uh, you know, say something. Uh, or, but take that, take that time to um, check it out before you jump. And, right. Um it's a thing in um, when you learn to drive a motorcycle. They call it SIPTI, which is is something similar. Which is scan, identify, predict, 
uh, decide and execute. Mm. So that's what you should be doing all the time when you're driving your motorcycle, mm -hmm. is you're, you're practicing SIPTI. So you're scanning around, mm -hmm. you're identifying threats, even the, even not ones that might even happen, but you know like that's yeah. a potential threat, that's a potential threat, yeah. and you're scanning, you're always scanning, you're identifying all the threats, you're deciding what you would do in the event, uh -huh. right? This guy takes a right turn, what would I do? So now yeah. you're finding exits, so you're identifying, you're predicting, um, and then if something happens, collision up there, well, now you've been you've been kind of in that mode of always scan, mm -hmm. identify, predict, decide, and execute. You make your decision. There's the egg, there's the exit, and sometimes it's a accelerator, sometimes it's a brake. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you could make the wrong one if you're not in that mindset all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about you're driving a motorcycle. You, this is fun, mm -hmm. like good 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 fun, but it's uh, risky. Yeah. And we don't treat life like driving a motorcycle. And I think. Life is even worse than mm. life is driving a motorcycle with a wobbly front wheel, <laughs> um, and um, and things can really come out of left field. And if that's the way people approached, if, if if you just approached your day as if you were on a motorcycle mm -hmm. with a yeah. wobbly wheel, yeah. well, first of all, you wouldn't you wouldn't sweat the small stuff. That yeah. would be one thing, right? Unless it was that greasy patch on the road, no. Yeah, right. But, but you'd be aware of the greasy patch because you would yeah. you had identified early. Um, but you would be able to you'd be so much more able to handle the things that come up as they come because I find when something shocks you, yeah. for me anyway, it's a tunnel. Like my vision just narrows to a point, mm -hmm. and it's then I have one or two decisions to make. Right, like it's usually like fight or flight, basically. Yeah. And then you can if you stay stuck in that feedback loop it's no good um but that that's a good that's kind of why i like the um the idea of studying a lot learning a lot of different ways of things because yeah. basically that's stop what yeah it's just taught for motorcycles yeah no you're right <laughs> but yeah. it's a similar type of idea yeah. it's that idea of just hold on a sec you know and you don't always get that though, because sometimes things happen so quick. You gotta, yeah, you gotta make a snap decision. But that's when you need someone trained who knows how to do those things. Like I'm glad that those people exist, like paramedics and stuff. Mm. You know, they know which part of the arm to grab if they need to stop the bleeding. Yeah, you know, because the the whole thing was severed. I don't know, like, yeah. but those people, you know, th there are people that are, yeah, that are, that if you if you don't have time for stop or you don't have time for SIPTI, mm -hmm. you should train. You should, yes, you should train absolutely. that thing. Yeah, yeah. If you're ever going to be in a situation where you, where yeah. you might not have time, you need now you need reaction. Yeah. And your reaction should be trained. Yeah. Um, and you should know the difference between those things. Yeah. The, um, uh, you know, one of the places where training um, came to my attention was the few years I spent uh, uh, teaching at the at the Naval Fleet School, and uh, you know, you know, that's uh, the sailors were. Were trained. They were, you know, they were trained to do things uh, so automatically. And I used to, uh, when I was traveling in on the bus uh, to work, and I would say, you know, I'm looking around here, and I'm going to find the, uh, the sailors or the military people on this bus because if something goes wrong, I'm just going to say, uh, "Leading seaman, get to action." Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Some kind of a training uh, thing would snap in, and yeah. uh, you know, we'd have eight people off the bus and the fire put out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, but you know that was. That's you know that's uh, that's the career they chose and and those and they were you know, they were very well trained. Yeah. And, well, they say they like did. the Army Rangers and the Navy Seals and all these guys like they train 
to such a high level. The, the goal is with those guys is we're going to train. I think they train five times more than they um, ever expect to be like in a situation where they need to use their training. Mm. Um, and with that type of uh, with that type of ratio, what they're what they're aiming for is we want to have our guys so finely trained that their fallback position is still stronger than any military in the world. Mm-hmm. Where like when everything's going nuts and you don't know what to do, what you, you what you fall back on is your pre-programmed responses to things. So they need, they need those unthinking reactions to thing to things to be so dialed in that when you go into zombie mode and you don't know what to do, well you're still able to, you know, get on with the operation, you know. And uh, that that's that's pretty intense stuff, but I think some of that could be taken forward in a lot of different disciplines um, if we had if we had the time to do that thing. Like that happens with music too. Mm-hmm. People play because they like music, yeah. and they're training themselves over and over again. Um, and you see, like with Virgil when he picks up the guitar, like his fallback position of not trying to do anything special is so finely tuned because mm-hmm. he's been doing it for so long yeah. that his fallback position is better than a lot of people's like I'm trying really hard yeah. positions you know yeah. well you know and, and you know your experience uh, with uh, athletics and coaching is you know it training is is about uh, you know transferring to uh, to the body those things that it doesn't have to worry about you know right. that you know that the flexibility is there the strength is there the you know the ability to start is there. So all of those things are are, are given. The athlete doesn't have to think about well, how do I get this canoe to move away from the line? It's mm-hmm. just you know, gun goes off, and yeah. you know, and they and they say like the super athletes, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, once you do things, was it ten thousand times or hundred thousand times, it it goes to the system automatically, and mm-hmm. you don't think about you know where that puck is going to go necessarily. The stick just moves. Uh, yeah. And it, the puck goes. <laughs> yeah, goes to where. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's you know it's a uh, it's it, it's both. We you know it's it's great to have the training, but and the other the the downside of the training is is uh, you know you may not uh, it may be a time for for the stop uh, before and, and you say do I let this is it appropriate for this training to kick in here now or mm-hmm. you know deciding when the training kicks in but. It's um, you know, it's it's valuable when, like you say, there's uh, times where the stop isn't going to work because you don't have you don't have you have to react on on your training, your instinct, your mm-hmm. you know, and we have we have the ability to do that. It's, yeah, it makes us pretty outside of the the animal kingdom in a lot of ways that we can choose what we get, what we train ourselves mm-hmm. to do, you know, and it's pretty cool that we. There was a thing where that we can manipulate our environments, right? Because, like we were saying earlier, like the, what made you who you are is a lot to do with your environment. And as humans, we have the ability to to build our environments and to change them. And there's something about I think something that architects say is when you build a, when you build a, when you build an environment, you change it changes the people in it. Um, or you, you're sorry. As a person, you can change an environment, and then and then that env- environment returns the favor. Can return the favor. Sure. Yes. Um, it can change the people inside the environment too. Mm. Yeah. So there's, the, it's pretty special that we have that ability. Um, I just wish that we would start 
taking advantage of it to a well, higher degree. Yeah, you know, there's um, that's one of the uh, great needs and promises of uh, people having an opportunity, you know, to uh, to learn uh, in you know maybe in formal ways, but maybe you know just having the time to uh, to uh, become more educated and. Uh, However, that is you got you know you have to be exposed to the possibilities in order to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a great. Uh, How did you think it went? I think it went very well. That was well. your first your first appearance on Father Figure. Oh. Unfortunately, we have to end this episode right there. Sorry if I cut off something you were interested in hearing. Don't forget that full, uncut, original Season 1 episodes are available at fatherfigure.pro. Thanks for listening.